Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Today, because of President Frank, Rudy Fernandez, Joe Echeverria, and head coach Mario Cristobal, every Hurricane fan and graduate from the University of Miami can believe. down there and take care of business and you pay attention to details you dot the i you cross the t's and you're not so prone to mistakes of execution especially in the red zone or getting lined up and wasting timeouts and doing dumbass things that we do on the regular in situational football if you don't do those things if you go down there and you're buttoned up and you're locked in you're gonna boat race by it you're gonna boat race by it travis gonna go deep has a man We don't have to tiptoe around it. Screw Miami. Screw them eternally. If you can beat their ass senseless, you need to do it. Trey Benson, look at how well this is blocked. They're really Knock them out. Don't let them get to the later rounds. Knock them out. And here goes Benson. How does everybody out there feel about burgers? Do you like them? About a 40 burger. Third and goal. Play action, Travis. And he gets it to Lundy for the touchdown. Brown, and he is torn down and then just pushed aside by Robinson. Dismissed. Mike, this, this here's your chance. Go down there and beat that team like a drum. They got nothing. Benson, utilizing those blocks, cutting inside, cutting outside, hitting the accelerator is Trey Benson. That's a heck of a run by Trey Benson. We're trying to win recruiting wars. Benson again, as he dives for the goal line and scores. They look like bums. Third and five from his own goal line, and it's intercepted. They look like bums. Tries to pull on it, but instead it is scooped up by 
diverse. They look like bumps. The largest road win in series history, 45 to 3. You're going to boat race by How about a 40 burger? They look like bumps. Ravaged. Again. As again. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio or Chant TV. It's a good day. Oh, it's a good day. Every day is. It's especially true after the weekend that was Florida State brutalized the Miami Dolphins. No, Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> I mean, Dolphins are playing well. I was just about to, I popped up NFL scores during the break. I was like, I got to look at the, the, the uh, six other games that I wanted to Bet on early in the week. Yeah, big NFL 12 game broke out in Soldier Field yesterday. I know. That was crazy. That was crazy. We'll get into those other side things. But th- today is mostly all Florida State, Miami, obviously, and what it means. And we spent all of last hour. That's what you do in Rivalry Week after you uh, dispatch rather handily, to say the least, of your rival. Um, what are the lasting effects? What happens now for Florida State? Well, I can tell you the immediate aftermath besides uh, sitting back and Letting that wash over you over and over again. Maybe watching it three, four, five, six, seven times. I, uh, I've i seen different parts of this game at least ten times. Just over and over. Look at that. Look at that guy just getting pancaked. Look at this. Over and over. Those moments don't get old. Not right away. But I do, and we'll shift our attention to it probably Wednesday, Tom. I do think Wednesday will be a day where we say, okay, exhale, time to move on. Players got Players already celebrated, whatever, now time to move on, prepare, here we go. I do think you have to be a, a mature group this week. I really, I think this game is going to be much more difficult than the Miami game. Yeah, they do. For us. We don't. No. Yeah. We can be like Jay Lethal and Ric Flair and just woo for the next day All or two. All day long. We can do whatever we want. It is great, and I've had a good time doing just that. All I'm saying is that I think, oddly we're probably in store for a pretty good football game on Saturday. And by pretty good, I mean certainly interesting into the second half. They make you earn it. They do. And if they get Schrader back. And I think they will. If they don't, they're in big trouble. But um, one good thing that really happened for us is, okay, so all year long we've talked about, I think the identity of this team is to run the ball. Uh, All year long I've talked about how they, they certainly want to be a team that can fall back on the run. Yeah, they've got weapons at wide receiver. Yes, Jordan Travis is taking a huge step forward. That's all true. And it's good to know that if you have to come out and sling it, because uh, somebody has the ability, say, to take away your run, nobody really has, but but let's say somebody does, that you got a guy that you trust to throw the ball around the lot a little bit, especially if you're getting singles. You can make those plays. That's good. But they've always wanted to be a team that runs and bullies people and, and really can go at it a lot of different ways. Well, Notre Dame, which just ran on Clemson, as we did, the week before, of course, ran all over Syracuse. And they run the three-three-five. Syracuse does just like NC State does. So we've played it. We've seen it. We've seen that version of what it looks like. Uh, I think a better version at NC State than what Syracuse runs. And I, I think you have to run the ball here, and it's what we want to do anyhow. So here we go. It falls right into uh, the game plan and what you want to be. 
your identity. That's why also you're fond of saying this, and it's true. The running game travels. So it's something that you not just fall back on if things aren't working. If it's your identity, then you're in good shape because most days you don't forget how to run the football. Mm-hmm. You know, if the passing <laughs> game can be out of sync. You can have, you know, tipped passes at the line of scrimmage or a coverage that you're not used to seeing. But if you're good at running the football, you don't suddenly forget and say, oh, my goodness, what does this look? I've never seen it. And also to that end, they run a 3 We've seen that this year. So you should be more than prepared for what Syracuse defensively is throwing at you. It's just a matter of going up there, paying attention to detail, and going and handling business. Yeah, and I think uh, when we go back and, and look at it, the, the lessons learned there against NC State will really help us here. So I, I suspect Florida State will go play a good football game. And, you know, I, I keep – it echoes in my ear, um, you know, the conversations – that we had right after the Clemson loss, which it was going to be so important that the improvement we've seen, even in the midst of these losses, be on display for these five games. You've got a chance to make a run, to kind of flip the script, to change the way that you're viewed by boosters and alumni and supporters of any kind, but also recruits, also those that cover college football around the country, like the narrative all shifts for Florida State if you go win these games. And we thought they were equipped. We thought they were getting healthy enough and they were good enough and that they should be executing at a high level to the point where they could go win those games and change everything about where this program is headed. Now, there's still a lot of work to do, and we keep checking these boxes. It's a lot of fun when you're able to say, yep, that happened, and this happened, and this is a lot better than it used to be. But there's still more work to do. And if you let your guard down, you know, right now it is fair to say, as I did last hour and as I've pointed out for a ways, um, for a while now I should say, uh, that Florida State is worlds better than Miami and a much better football program than they were a year ago and all those other things. But it's also fair to say that they're nowhere close to where they want to be. And they're not – nearly good enough to half-step on the road and play poorly and expect to, to, to win a football game. they still got to be a team that focuses and executes. There aren't that many teams that can kind of half-ass it and still win games. We're not, we're not in that category yet. No, at this point, for me, the, the theme for the rest of the year is close. you got to close. And that's for the players on the field, and that's for the coaches and recruiting as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm starting to think about that now because December suddenly is not that far away. And that's when you've got to parlay all of this momentum, assuming the players close on the field, and then do your job as position coaches, coordinators, and the head coach, in the opposite order, I'd say, of making sure you close the deal, along with this benevolent collective that has nothing to do with the university whatsoever, in order to get signatures on signing day. That's what's coming up here. But it all gets stymied if you don't take care of business on Saturday. And the fun part is, I think you'll start to believe as well, if you get the job done on Saturday and you're more physical than Syracuse, is going to make you earn it. We're staring keg stands in the face. Oh, buddy. We're staring them right in the face. It's you got to take good, care of business. It's a good kind of keg stand, too, man. Because sometimes you just, you know, we've all had to do the keg stand we didn't really want to do. I kid. Uh, <laughs> like, you never met a keg stand you didn't like to do? Oh, I just haven't done a keg stand in over 30 years, so yeah. so it's not, I mean, I, there's not a common refrain as it pertains to keg stands. I was making fun of myself, but I do think uh, we would gladly do a keg stand on the heels of a 5-0 run to end the season. Yes, yes, we would. Those keg stands, that, 
So good when it hits your lips. We'll just be celebrating the moment, right? Might look a little rusty, but we can uh, make it happen. Let's go. Well, you know, it's like riding a bike. Get back after it, like, oh, I remember the glory days. Every weekend featured a new keg stand. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply <laughs> uh, that that siren marks the time as some have suggested in the chat Oh, I see it. 215 or 45 to 3. Yes, that's good. good the time job. has been so marked. Let the record show. Uh, I would also... I, You know, Tom, there is the potential, and I'll look at it closer tonight, but there's the potential for another proclamation on my part. Got a good feel for this team. I rightfully predicted them to blow out Miami. And I'm going to look at something real close tonight as it pertains to Syracuse. So this could go one of two ways. We'll have to see. I'll, I'll, I'll have a good handle by Wednesday. All right. So you're going to save the declaration for this program? or this you gonna... pro- No, this program. Okay. I'll, do it, I'll do it by right. Wednesday. I'll have a good sense of what I think. Territorial as a producer now. Don't need to, don't, and we got 95 shows. Save it. Two things to note. Congratulations to the soccer program, which won the ACC All again. Right. Yes, again. I actually watched that yesterday. I don't know if you did. It was on. Two to one. Two to one. We were down one nil and uh, rallied back nicely, tied it up, then scored uh, early in the second half. And that was nice. It was kind of get you some and then held on and got that win. That was nice. Screw North Carolina. Uh, and so uh, I believe that's three straight, right? That should be a number one seed now. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm happy for the new coach, right? That's an awful lot of pressure to come in and take over that program as lofty as it is and the standards uh, remain championship or bust. I mean, you have to go out there and win. It wouldn't be a good look to immediately lose in the ACC tournament. So good. Good for them to win and good for those girls who hung in there and, and got that done. Should also note, Florida State plays Stetson tonight in basketball. It is uh, a home game. The TLC double C, 7 o'clock. If you can't go, it is on the regional sports network, if you will. RSN, uh, locally on Bally Sports Sun. Going to have to do some uh, texting around to friends. I, I have YouTube TV. So that's a good warm-up, though, because the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns come to town, Louisiana Lafayette, and that's a noon kickoff two Saturdays from now in Tallahassee, also on RSNs. So this is a good dress rehearsal tonight. If you've got the game tonight, then you're going to be fine two Saturdays from now. I see a lot of people in the chat on social media saying, how the hell do I watch the game? That's been what's going on with the University of Miami for a month. They've had no games on ESPN's family of networks. They've only been on RSNs. So... Tonight is the dress rehearsal for the ULL game in two Saturdays. It's also going to be our first look at what happens to a team that lacks depth, that has the suspension of Bob Miller. There are some injuries that some of our starters or guys that are going to play meaningful minutes are dealing with right now. 
We don't know Jackson or Gain. You know, uh, we already know Gainey's gone for the year. Uh, we'll see about Green. Um, Cameron Fletcher's not 100% right now. It. I'm not saying we're losing to Stetson tonight. We're 43 and 11 all time against the Hatters, and that's a team that went 11 and 19 a year ago. Good for you for having that stat at the ready. Oh, 43 and 11 all 43 time. 43 and 11 all time against the Hatters. It's basketball season, baby. I'm ready to go. I just put it on the back burner right now because we're continuing to allow the the joy, life's joy, wash over us after a 45 to 3 beatdown of Miami. You just can't stop talking about that and make room for Florida State Stetson, but I did want to mention that that is tonight. Woo! Oh, I, I didn't have the chat up. What did I miss? Uh, Jeff, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. For those who often speak of the standard we are to hold this program to, we can now check the box next to smash rival number one, Go Knowles. Yeah. Yeah, that was big, man. That was big. Scott, Jeff, and Tom, which bowl game do you think Miami will be watching us play in? That is well done. Woo! Well, that's changing by the second. Last week, we went through the possibilities, the bowl possibilities, and based on results, we were saying, well, you know, with each passing win, we move inexorably towards the freaking Gator Bowl. It's a good problem to have. The more wins you get, the better the bowl. That's considered to be a better bowl. The date changes to New Year's or New Year's Eve, and you go over there, and you're stuck in Jacksonville. But anyhow, nonetheless, that could happen. Pinstripe Bowl is what you and I wanted, but that would have required us to lose this past Saturday or at least right. stumble somewhere along there's, the way. Yeah. There's still a lot of shuffling yet to come. Clemson losing obviously takes them out of the playoff chase, um, and now that affixes them towards the Orange Bowl, which you could have gone to because I don't believe the Orange Bowl is in the playoff rotation this year. So if you know the second ACC team. Notre Dame also figures into our bowl tie-ins because we're a loser of a conference. Uh, and then I'd say the, the candidates are the Gator Bowl, the cheese bowl in Orlando, Ooh. the Dukes-Mayo Bowl in Charlotte, and then I like Charlotte. maybe the Holiday Bowl. But there's a lot of shuffling yet to come. A lot of shuffling. We don't need to go to any bowl that's going to be in Orlando since we're going to be playing in Orlando. I agree. No, no, no. We don't ever need to go to Orlando. That's true. We do great in the Orlando market, but you come to us. The Orlando market loves them some Jeff Cameron show. It is something to behold. I don't know what it is, especially with the way I make fun of Orlando. It makes them feel like they're not in Orlando. That's what it is. Maybe it is. Optimus Climb with a great name writes, Screw Miami, screw them eternally. Mike is blowing teams out in year three with mostly three stars. So excited to see what he does with tangible success. Woo! Well, it, it's going to be important. Uh, it is the next step. I was asked about that today on the Chuck Oliver show. Like, is there something that we need to see him continue to do so that we're able to feel even better about the direction of the program beyond what we've already seen. And I said, yeah, Chuck, he's got to recruit really well. I mean, this is Florida State. They want to play uh, the Knowles do and the Knowles faithful do uh, for national championships. And they don't have the roster right now to do that. They're good enough to compete with almost anybody in the country. But I think if you start talking about winning playoff games and going to a national championship, they don't have the talent or depth. So recruiting is going to be uh, very, very critical. But, of course, you're putting yourself in a position to do that by winning football games. And also the transfer portal. Just because you're getting better doesn't mean that goes away. That needs oh, to be no. a part of the process every offseason. And if you think about all of the players who made their mark in this game, from Greedy Vance's interception to Trey Benson dominating left and right, your two starting guards, Jamie Robinson making a stop of Ja'Curry Brown, Towards their own end zone. Well, no, oh, no okay, towards their own end zone. The third down <laughs> earlier in the game. That was a big play. They went empty. It was third and whatever after Van Dyke came out of the game. 
Yeah, when you said that, I thought you. Yeah, no, I know the play you're talking about. And I thought then, you were talking about the play down at R10. No, and then there was some roughhousing going on. This was the 15th anniversary, 20th anniversary. I forget of giving him the business. Oh. That was what uh, legally Jamie Robinson did on second and goal, setting up the third and goal. Terrible snap. That snap doesn't happen without Jamie Robinson doing what he does, forcing a tackle for loss. But there were transfers everywhere who made a difference in this game. Jared Verse scooped up that fumble. Yeah, he did. Everywhere you looked, it was transfers. So keep hitting that portal. We do such a good job of diagnosing who we need and who fits. You know, I want to mention, that we obviously there was a lot of great football played this week and a lot of fun. And when we've had a good time celebrating this win, we're not able to look around at the other games. Watching the end of the or watching the LSU Alabama game, and what a fun game that is. But looking at where that LSU team is now, one thing stands out to me. You'll hear a lot of people say, "Well, they're so much better than when we played them." Yeah, well, so are we. Florida State is so much better than when we played LSU. That game would be another war. I and I think Florida State right now, with the way they're blocking, would win again. But it'd be a hell of a game. And 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 if if that's LSU beating Alabama. You know, I know the transitive property doesn't necessarily work, but if we're just talking about power for power, player for player, uh, you wouldn't write Florida State off uh, if they played LSU right now by any means because it is true that LSU is better than when they played us, and so are we. Which means you wouldn't write us off if we played Alabama right now in a neutral field. That's how far they've come. Well, it is It is also how far uh, Alabama, to a, by Alabama standard, has have how far they've fallen. That offensive line's not great. Defensively, they're not dominant like they used to be. They've got great players. There's a lot of great players, but they're not the program that, you know, just reloads and walks back out there and lays it on everybody. I mean, they almost lost to Texas. Probably should have lost Which, that game. If you if yours hadn't gotten hurt, they would have lost that game. That's not a fluke now. You look back at that and you say, oh, that wasn't Alabama taking it easy on a given, you know, noon kickoff on a Saturday. That right. was legitimate. Right. They've got real issues, and we are within the margin now for most, just about every team in the country to make it competitive. Yeah. Not to be favored. Not to go toe-to-toe for 60 minutes, but to be competitive? Hell yeah. And how many teams did we have to rule out last year or the oh, year before? The well, year I would before? have ruled out 20-something teams right. a year ago easily. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's it's not close It's it, in terms of how much better Florida State is than they than they were. And that's exciting. That it's Again, and you start to go, okay, well, hmm, what would change my mind about some of the other stuff? And... Um, it is about players, and you're right. The transfer portal cannot be overlooked. It, it is something that you're going to have to continue to uh, to look at because it is, it's part of the modern landscape of recruiting. Sometimes you got to climb through cigarette butts to get to the top, right, Snow Dad? Appreciate you, buddy. <gasps> Our own Irash Fell, who I did the Sunday Smash with last night, had a good time. We enjoyed ourselves. I broke out the Dos Artes last night. There you go. I had to break out the Dos Artes. At the end, we got Ira to do a shot of the Don Julio because he does not you have. You did? Yeah. Oh, man. But he does not have the Dos Artes at the house. I do. Don Ira was back? He he did a shot of Don Julio. All right. You could see the impact. It was a, It was tough. It was tough. He had a hard time with it. Well, I know what I'm doing during well, he the break. He didn't puke or anything. He handled it like a man. But you could oh, just yeah. see that was like, whew. That was a toughie. And he had to go right later on. He was like, oh, I wasn't really going to do one, guys. But, well, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Welcome back to the Jeff Cameron Show, sponsored by Legendary Home Loans, a mortgage experience designed around speed, simplicity, and customer service. Before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com. 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 <laughs> 
in all of its glory, the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. And I say all of its glory because of the win. I'm about to cough. You're, yes, you are. That's okay. So did Miami. They coughed a lot on Saturday. Oh, he's left a chair. This is a mega cough for one, the one and only Jeff Cameron, the namesake of the show. It's all right. I think his cough count is going to match the amount of points we scored. It's going to get to 45. Right now we're at 21, 22. <laughs> okay. There you go. You're back. That came out of nowhere. It's usually reserved for my next guest. Ira's a coffer. I love feeling dead air when you're coughing. It's one of my favorite things. That hurt. It came out of nowhere. I was about to say a word, and I felt this crazy scratch in the bottom of my throat. I was like, man, there's nowhere to hide. I'm doing a live radio show. <laughs> man, I haven't had that happen in a while. It was desperate. And I normally have a cup of coffee sitting by, and this time around I didn't. So I was like, oh, we're in trouble here. This is not going to be good. All right, do we have what I hope we have? Besides Ira as the guest, which is great, but do we have? <laughs> we do. We, we have it. Yeah, I, and you know what? I think your cough was actually buying time on purpose. So I'm no, gonna give you credit for that. It, it wasn't. Um, let me get. Uh, I, let's bring Ira. <laughs> hey, hold on. Still going. I want him to be able to hear it. Let's bring Ira in, and then I'll introduce him proper in a second. Ira, don't say anything as you come in here. I want you to listen to this, buddy. You'll know what it's from. This is so good. All right, go ahead, Tom. Wait, so you're saying hi to him first? No, or? he's he knows. He's on right now. I know he's on. It's good. He's. I just want him to be able to hear this. Go for it. I here am. we go, everybody. Cheers to Florida State's 45-3 to ass beating over Miami. Thanks for watching. Mmm. Oh yeah! What a year! I mean, it just—it gets better with age. <laughs> Ira, that shot of yours last night was too good. That uh, it's, I felt like I felt like you just sounded with your coffee. And by the way, Jeff, if you're gonna talk, call me a coffer. I'm like third or fourth on the list of coffers behind Jim Lamar. Jim Lamar's always number one. Oh, by far, he's a runaway victor. Yes, Corey Clark. Is 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 a lot closer to first than he is to me. Well, I'm down there, so I, you know. No, no. In fairness, there. In fairness, uh, Corey's is just a chronic, uh, you know, sort of. I guess whatever he's doing, he's like clearing his throat uh, right. repetitively. You get the thing where you kind of uh, get if hoarse. I, if I if I do get it, yeah, it's kind of hard to kind of hard to shake it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got blindsided. Maybe I've just been so giddy with today's show and the fun we're having. Uh, <laughs> but you're the son. Play it again. Play it again. Listen to Ira's response. I'll stop laughing. Listen to this. It's so good. I Here am. we go, everybody. Cheers to Florida State's 45-3 to ass beating over Miami. Thanks for watching. Mm. <coughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> The ooh, yeah, and I would encourage everybody to go back and watch the Sunday Smash. Coupled with the look on your face is all-time good. That was good. You were you were a champion last night. That was a huge night. shot, by the way, Ira. Wow, that was a giant shot. My uh, my wife goes, so is Don Julio not good? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I think I don't want to blame it on the Don. I think it's the version I got. But, uh. Oh, my goodness, that is funny. All right, so we've had a little time here. Uh Anything from today from the coaches, anything that we didn't address last night on the smash in, in celebratory fashion of Florida State's dismantling of Miami? Obviously, in every way that you could, Florida State dominated a game against a hated rival. But let's let's get caught up on the aftermath here. Anything of note today, Ira? 
one of the things I thought was interesting was just listening to Mike Norvell and Adam Fuller discuss the the discuss or not discuss the Sam McCall situation. You know, a half hour before uh, the press conference is about to start, Sam McCall posted on Instagram that he was going to enter the transfer portal. Then he deleted it. Then he made another kind of post on Twitter saying he just got emotional. And uh, they, they were given opportunities to discuss the situation. And neither one of them specifically talked about Sam McCall. But Norvell and, and Adam Fuller both talked a great length about um, the fact that every player on their football team wants to play more. There's nobody on the football team who's thinking, man, they play me enough. Like everybody wants more balls, everybody wants more playing time, especially freshmen. And that uh, Norvell actually said it's it's one of the funnest things he likes about coaching is dealing with those kinds of issues and helping kids see that while your first response might be to run, uh, maybe look at the situations around you. And Adam Fuller gave some great examples of guys, you know, like a Shaheen Brown who played very little last year and now is like their first safety off the bench, and right. uh, you know some of the other guys on this team who you know, just wait that year, get better and better and better, and then your time will come. And so I thought that was pretty insightful, the way they talked about that topic, if if not specifically Sam McCall. Yeah, it is interesting. And and it was funny because Tom and I were talking about this earlier, you know, the people in the chat and emailers and, tw- and guys on the board on WarChan and on Twitter, they all want an answer. They want it resolved. They get so worried. Coaches have to look at it differently. Sure, they, they hope the young man doesn't leave, but kids are emotional, and they, now they have access to express that and disseminate that, unfortunately, to thousands, if not millions of people at one time. That is that is so different than yesteryear where you could talk a guy down off the cliff in private. Uh, uh, and dude, imagine imagine if any of us in our private lives, the times we wanted to tell our bosses to go fuck yep, themselves. Right. If if anybody cared about our situation, we might have jumped on Twitter and done it. But no of course nobody would have cared what we were gonna do. But you know, that's the you know, that's the audience, and I think, you know, uh, Adam Fuller talked about, you know, they're in this world where if you make a post like that, you're going to have more attention than most people in the world are ever going to have, uh, and that can be intoxicating. Uh, but to your point, yeah, man, that's the big that's the big challenge with the transfer portals. We have known, I mean, hundreds probably of guys throughout the years um, who told the coaches they were going to quit, they were leaving the team, and then within a day or two, they're back with the team. But that was all before the transfer portal, and uh, social media where it could be so instantaneous. Yeah, and I and I hate it for uh, the coaching staff and players that it, that's the way that it is. But it, it is the reality. And now I do wonder when you when you see kids who have high expectations and are very high profile kids, if they don't get to play right away, I think fans always worry. Hmm, are we going to hear this crop up? We'll have to monitor sure. that situation and and see what happens. I think uh, one of the things, and, and Ira, you've written about it. Corey's written about it. We continue to kind of look at the aftermath of this this kind of a win. It is the reminder of the slow build to this point and the ability to uh, get better, suffer losses, setbacks along the way, but learn from it and get better in a given year. And two teams really around the country, I think, probably best illustrate that, and that is a team that we beat the first week of the season. It's FSU and LSU, who are both worlds better than they were when they played that first game, which which I frankly means I think that game would be incredible again, and I like four State's chances again. But the point is those two teams are a lot better than they were and now there's real hope that Florida State could finish this thing nine and three, possibly ten and three with a bowl win, and what that means for recruiting. It's just you ride it out; it's a wild ride. But sometimes there are real rewards to it. Yeah, I think another example probably probably would be Notre Dame. You know, they they were really struggling early in the year, and they've kind of figured a way figured out a way to win football games. And so, yeah, I mean, but that's 
other teams go the other way. Yeah. Plenty of other teams we've seen do the exact opposite, maybe start off strong, have a, have a, uh, an issue or two, and then kind of fall apart. And I think, man, if you're Mike Norvell, and, and with this topic came up in the uh, interviews today, and, um, you know, after the game, Jared Verse saying that this is the most fun, fun he's ever had playing football. Tatum Bethune said that to me last week as well. You know, when you've got a team that you can have, you, you've seen them come from where they came from. You know, two years ago, I asked Adam Fuller, two years ago, you stood on that sideline with a defense that just got ripped to shreds. And a lot of those guys were on this defense on Saturday. For them to have that experience, imagine how gratifying that is and imagine how much that brings guys together and yeah. brings players and coaches together. Because there's nothing like when you've been through a – shared experiences are important, but, but when you've been through a terrible shared experience yeah. and you've come back through the other side, I you just have to imagine how close they are. And as a coaching staff, man, that's got to be the best. When you go out to practice and you know those guys are, are all bought in. You've had a chance to do it in your many years of covering college football, and I have too. It is an awesome feeling, and it's a cool thing to witness and get to describe or provide context for. I remember being down on the field in the national championship game after Florida State beat Auburn and seeing Lawrence Dossie's face as he looked back at his guys celebrating. And the look on his face was that of a man who was quietly contemplating the blood, sweat, and tears it took to get to that place and how cool that was. And it could be a national championship, but it could just be a win over a rival like you're talking about. It could be a team that shows resilience in a time where they hadn't previous. It can be the growth of which you speak. And all of that is why football is so rewarding because there is a hell of a lot of sacrifice. And these days there's that sacrifice on top of the noise uh, that is always omnipresent, right? I mean, that is what social media is. That is what uh, the coverage of college and professional football is. So you got to endure a lot. And this is a team now that gets a chance to exact some revenge. They've got to be careful this week, though. I know we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. I do think if Syracuse ends up getting their quarterback back, this could be a, a bit of a trap game for Florida State in a weird way. It could be, and, and it's going to be a big test for them to show that they, you know, are, are mature enough to handle that. Um, even with Schrader, I think Florida State's a better football team. But if they, if they don't have him, it's hard to imagine. Well, that's true. Doing yeah. a whole lot, but if they do have him, yeah, they're a legitimate force, and 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 so Florida State's got to go up there and play well, uh, which you know we think they're capable of. One thing to think about is you know this Florida State team now has gone. To LSU, you know, to New Orleans and played LSU. They've gone to NC State. They've gone to Louisville. They went down to Miami. So, so they know how to to play on the road. They know how to to kind of go into a game and be ready to. And, and really, all of those games, um, I think they they got off to a good start. And so that's going to be important. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if if they if they feel good about themselves uh, by being Miami, it could hurt them this week. The one good thing is, I'm sure they realize that Miami didn't want to be on that field either. So in, in a certain kind of way, maybe, they, they, maybe they're not giving it as much credit as some people might be because they know the guys that they were kicking their butts mm -hmm. didn't really compete. And so it's, you know, th that may make them feel a little bit better or a little bit more reserved about what they did. By the way, in your 3-2-1 column, did a great job as always, Ira, but I did like that you pointed out a couple of things here that we should make note, and it's also equally satisfying to see it happen. Good job, Ryan Fitzgerald, closing out the half with a field goal there. He looks he looks like a different guy. And then, of course, Florida State's red zone successes kind of, kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, but they didn't have to settle for field goals. They, they scored touchdowns for the most part. And I, I think those two areas are areas where you can count on Florida State moving forward to be better, I believe, the rest of the year. They have simplified it. They have figured it out. 
And I know we knew this because of the ability to watch practice. It was cool for the fans to get to see it because you know that, that you knew they were going to line up in the eye. You knew they were going to go double tight. You knew they were going to go old school football, if you will. But then to have it play out the way that it did and have them execute is really cool. Yeah, and sometimes they work on stuff in practice, and for whatever reason, they don't use it in the game. Whether it's because maybe it wasn't as successful as they thought, or or maybe going into the game they just decide not to use it. Uh, but yeah, for sure. I mean, when they lined up in that, I was thinking about last week. You know, seeing them do it, and uh, it, you know, and again, I think it's important for um, it's important for Trey Benson. I think it's important for you know DJ Lundy, and it's important for the, that offensive line to know that. Uh, their coaching staff believes in them to get it done in their short yard situations. And I, I, I give them credit for scheming around it at certain times, um, but you know they gave them a chance to get it done, and it wasn't always pretty, and it wasn't always successful the first time, but they stuck with it and had some success. You uh, alluded to it, and this is where I want to wrap. Um, we all thought, as much as we really like Florida State's uh, offensive backfield in general, we all thought that the guy that was emerging coming out of camp, if he could put it all together and trust his knee and, and, and get the experience of playing in a game back that had the, the biggest upside, I guess we'd say, was Trey Benson. He now leads Florida State in rushing with 611 yards, averaging seven yards a carry, and he looked like a man that could not be stopped on Saturday night. I did an interview today uh, in which I was asked, is Trey Benson potentially the next special name in Florida State football lore at running back. And I, I had to take a step back because I was kind of surprised by the question. But what say you to that question? He definitely could be, man. I mean, if he, you know, keeps doing what he's doing and, 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 and comes back next year, which we all assume he will. I mean, he's a redshirt sophomore, so his third year. I think we all assume he's coming back next year. Um, but if he does, yeah, man, he's going to be a beast because the difference between him now and the difference from him Two months ago, mm-hmm. for him in the spring, is that now he knows what he can be, and that was one of the things that you know Alex Atkins and Mike Norvell talked about today. Is you know I don't think you know he didn't really appreciate how special he could be. I think he's surprising himself a little bit, and once he gets that confidence to go with that, you know I remember back when when I was in college and Eric Rett was at Florida, and he wasn't the greatest running back of all time. He didn't have a great NFL career. I think he averaged about three yards a carry. Yeah, about two two point seven yards per carry for the Bucks. They give it to him thirty eight times a game. Yeah. But the way I loved what I loved about the way he ran was he after every run he would get up and tell them you can't stop me mf'er yeah. every run yeah every run and that's how he <laughs> ran and man if Trey Benson gets that kind of attitude with his physical skills and you're starting to see it I think dude I mean yeah there's no question he could be that guy he's nasty and he ran with a nasty attitude uh, and bent to him in that game on Saturday night and he kept his feet. You know, I, I, he's figuring out the the right balance of forward lean and lowering your shoulders and still staying on your feet. You know, um, it's it's fun to watch him kind of get that back. I'm sure it's always been in there, but when you suffer an injury and you have to come all the way back, some things are slow to come around, but he looks great right now. Brother, it's always a pleasure. I will talk to you tomorrow. Be well. Thanks, Jeff. See you, man. All right, take care. That's uh, fell as I call him. No, I don't. I see him and I say, hey, Ira. It would be really annoying if I did that every time I saw him. I'm sure he'd love it. I know. Yeah, I don't do that. But uh, (laughs) let's play it again. Play it one more time. It just makes me laugh. Here we go, everybody. Cheers to Florida State's 45-3 ass beating over Miami. Thanks for watching. Mm. Ooh, yeah. What a (laughs) year. I mean, it just, it gets better with age. (laughs) 
Ooh, yeah. That is a big shot. So I, I had no idea. Last segment we wrapped, and he said he did one. I said, oh, I gave up. I went to bed too early. Yeah, you missed it. I did. And when I saw the size of the shot, that that is mad respect. That was not one of those little tubes you get on a holiday or for $2 out of the thing. <clears throat> That was a giant, yeah. dare I say, corner pocket size shot right there. I was uh, when he poured it. I was like, "What are you doing, dude? Nobody would expect you to drink a glass." It was a Trey Benson sized <laughs> shot. That was not a that was not a Miami Hurricane size shot. No, no, that was a man shot for sure. We'll come back, wrap it up momentarily. Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. It breaks my heart not to be able to do... Probables today. The final segment always brought to you by our friends at uh, Tallulah. By the way, you can get the latest and greatest CBD and Delta 8 products on the market there at Tallulah. Natural pain management, stress relief, and uh, better sleep are all at your fingertips there at Tallulah. That's true. You can tell them Jeff Cameron sent you, and I would. Oh, there he is. He's floating away. It's the touchdown otter. Look at him. What a cute otter. (laughs) I love that his eyes are closed. He's like, I'm so happy. That was the Knoll fan base <clears throat> at halftime. Oh, rocking chair game if there ever was one. That was me, actually, as Fitzy was letting it go for the team total over 30 and a half at halftime. That was me going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's down the middle. The, um, the, the opportunity to get him out there and, and kick when they did could not have been any better. I was like, are you kidding? This sets up absolutely perfectly. Also, the execution of it. They did not call timeout to set up the kick. That was a live drill. They used it as a drill in case they don't have timeouts somewhere down the line. That is well executed. Did not need to stop the clock. Good job. The the punt coverage unit, one of the recoveries or downings of the punt inside the five-yard line, had three players across and waiting. Really good stuff. A week after I personally was calling for a change at special teams coordinator, they had a good night. Special teams was awesome. Uh, I thought that, obviously, Florida State was the far more physical team. I already mentioned that all afternoon. I just like hearing opposing coaches admit it. I mean, that is just an awesome coach. Physicality was a problem for us. There's a physicality to running counter. They did all night long. They did a better job than we did. Yes, quote, unquote, Mario Cristobal. He also said this, and I wondered about it as we watched it play out. Van Dyke was healthy. We wouldn't have played him unless he was cleared medically and felt good about playing. Uh, I don't think so, man. I, yes, I'm sure, I don't think he's lying about being cleared medically. He wasn't healthy, obviously. Um, that was interesting. His I, arm almost came out of its socket as he's throwing a football. You know, when they were showing that if you're replay. you're that kid, you shut it down. What are you playing yeah. for right now? What the are you playing for? First time that they showed the replay from the end zone, mm-hmm. I thought, because Verse was about three steps away, I said, is this going to be a 1990s hit on a quarterback? Is is Verse going to end up landing on him? I mean, two ticks after he lets go, let's go with the football? Which I would have been okay with. <laughs> yeah, Mickey but, Andrews certainly would have been well, too. Just, we're playing football out here. We've got to test it. But it was nothing. Nothing in no, the way of contact. No, he didn't do anything, no. Uh, yeah, Ryan, by the way, it was reminiscent of We Got Manhandled. And 
No, it just it was interesting to watch him. Um, that that pain that he had is the, the win scene. You kind of looked at him and you thought, oh man, do it again next year, and you will have a press conference like Chris Mack after getting beat again by his father, Leonard Hamilton, mm. in which he says, people are asking, you know, what the hell is is going on? And, you know, we're asking the same we're questions. We're asking the same questions. <laughs> we're one away from that. Yeah. For those that miss the montage and forget how this works, we... I'm going to are new to the show. Well, I, yeah, and I'm going to... I'm gonna, explain here really quickly we are not allowed to do what we used to do on the jeff cameron show where you know we could we could play any bumper music we wanted and believe me i'm a music guy and as a music guy i'd, I'd love to keep playing you know songs from yesteryear the new ones that i fall in love with and all that stuff is bumper music but we can't do it anymore because we get taken down off of youtube uh and everything gets pulled away uh pulled off the air because of copyright rules and it just sucks and until that gets remedied there's nothing we can do so we have to do these non-licensed nonsense songs that aren't even real songs and it stinks well if we use a song in the montage and we always do this one's oh fortuna if we do that then we can't play it live on the air on youtube here because if we do, it gets taken down. The entire show gets taken down. And we monetize this. So And the channel could get, in turn. The channel could get fined. Yeah. You could be in big trouble. I could screw it up for everybody. Fortuna is so close. It's eight years away from the public domain. Oh, that would be so good. Well, in eight yeah. years, if we're still after on the, the air. Bohica, yeah, the after the Bohica, the Platinum Bohica. We'll play it then, yeah. So th that, is, that is where we're at with that. Now, the follow-up to that is, well... I want to hear it. How do I hear it? Well, you can. If you listen to the podcast, you can just download it, and you'll be able to hear it as we played it, just like we did live. You just can't on the YouTube feed. So that's the way that works. As soon as 15 or 20 minutes from now, based upon your podcast. App. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be up, and you can do that, and I would invite you to download it. I mentioned Tallulah. You can float over there at Railroad Square. I have done so. It is worth your time and investment. It is awesome. Uh, the floating will relax you, and you will uh, come out there feeling a lot better. At least it's looser. I know that. I felt looser. I felt, oh, the muscles felt relaxed. It was really, really nice. It was a good experience. I'll do it again. And then, as I said, you know, in addition to those floating pods, you can get the best in natural pain management. That's the way I like to describe it, Tom. Pain management. That's right. Relaxation. There's a lot of pains in the world, especially as you get older. I'm learning this. Mm. Well, also, there, I'm telling you, the, the, the kava and all the other stuff, the... The juices, they're tasty is what they are. I did something that my dad used to do uh, all the time when I was playing golf with him as a kid. I took a swing last week, and I thought I broke my arm with how it hit the ground and got through the, the impact area. I was like, <laughs> I think my arm's swing? broken. And, and <laughs> the sting went away, but he used to do that. And I was like, man, dad, come on, get it together. Nope, that's just age. That's what happens. So yeah. pain management's important. And I could show you, Tom, if you wanted to follow me home uh, by the Tallulah over there in Market Square. I, I buddy, we we'll be all set. Take this one and this one. Good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. And thanks to each and everybody, uh, one of you who listened and watched and all that good stuff. Go Knowles! What a day! What a fun day! Talk to you tomorrow. Peace.